how over all the violence are we right now? I can tell you what, I'm over it, and I'm sure you are too. It's actually getting ridiculous. And what I'm worried about now is that not even a change of government is going to stop it. A stabbing murder at an Albany bus stop in Auckland Monday, another knife incident 30 minutes later in Auckland's Waterview. The next day, Tuesday, a person taken into custody after a knife found Kepa Road in Auckland's Ōrake. That same day, a shooting at a Rotorua intersection. And it's not just Auckland and Rotorua. The night before in Christchurch, 10 youths were on a crime spree, breaking into shops and stealing and stealing cars. The week prior, there were three aggravated robberies across Auckland's Point Chev and Mount Albert. A gang member was rounded up for those. These are just the ones that make the news. And don't get me started on all the people out on ankle bracelets on home detention or committing crimes and absconding from police. The level of crime, particularly youth crime, is a major issue. We know it. We've had years of it building to this point. It's one of the things politicians argue about at length in terms of how to solve. Is it absent disinterested parents? Is it gang households? Is it gang recruiters? Is it school absenteeism and boredom from disengaged youth who've dropped out of school? Is it addiction issues? Alcohol, drugs, vapes? Is it poverty? Is it the cost of living? Is it TikTok? For goodness sake. Is it Calvin Davis's genius plan to empty the prisons, a plan they're now resiling from? Surprise, surprise. How much can we pin on that particular disastrous policy? Probably quite a lot. To be honest, consider the irony. When the new Labour government back in 2017 promised to reduce the prison population by 30%, commentators at the time said, the last thing any government wants is to look soft on crime. Well, fast forward to 2023 and what do we have here? An election about to be lost by a government based on exactly that. They've looked too soft on crime, endless soft on crime decisions, which have seen us end up where we are. So given all that, what are the solutions? The criminals and the gangs are already running amok. So the horse is bolted. How do you turn it around? Well, it's complex, 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 they keep telling us. And to be fair, I think it is. Are the solutions community-based? Do offenders need to face tougher penalties? Should we lock more young people up? Should we invest more in their education? Should we work with parents more? Are schools doing enough? Are the police well enough resourced to deal with it all? Last night at the leaders' debate, Chris Hipkins said he wants to turn young people's lives around. Well, noble as that sounds, it's a bit rich when you've had six years to do that, and you didn't. Luxon said they'll tackle the gangs and back the police. Hipkins then said, oh, they'll go after the gangs too. But all this tough talk doesn't really mean much, does it, if the reality doesn't match. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.